all in all, like I think holiness really does come down to following Jesus, following his will for you and saying yes to him in the little things, the small things and having that be the center of your life. Welcome to a Pondering Heart podcast. We're two friends learning and growing together in our Catholic faith. We'll talk about the triumphs and struggles that we face on our journey. And then we'll dive even deeper. My name is Amina Morrow. And I'm Rachel Wong. Let's ponder out loud together. Hello, friends. Welcome to The Pondering Heart. I'm Rachel, and I'm joined with my dear friend, Emmy Nomoro. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? I'm so good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks. I'm so glad to hear it. So today, we are going to dive into a conversation about holiness. Oh my goodness, holiness, the big (laughs) word. But before that, we are going to start with an icebreaker question just to kind of get our feet wet and get ready as we talk about holiness. So naturally, whenever Mm. I think of holiness, I think of saints, I think of beautiful people, none more profound than our Blessed Mother. My icebreaker question for you is your favorite apparition of Mary, your favorite title for Mary. Okay, okay, okay. I actually have two. Okay. Um, One of them is like my main one, and then the other one is one that just came up recently. My main one is Our Lady of Guadalupe, because I guess it was like the first time I actually got to know um, the whole app, like her apparition and what happened and the story with Saint Juan Diego. And I absolutely loved it. And then the next one is I, I think this one has connections with Saint Teresa Lizia, but it's called Our Lady of the Smile. So have you heard what? of it? Yeah. No, that's so yeah. cute. Yeah. So apparently, if I'm remembering this correctly, because like Saint Therese had a conversion where she was like a bit of a like a crybaby. So that one time in Christmas, she saw Mama Mary smile at her. And that's kind of what ignited that conversion for her. Um, and I guess that was just the title that was associated with it. And I think that's so adorable. Yeah. Like, right? And how radiant would Mama Mary's smile be? Mm. So, yeah. Wow. I've never heard of that one. So thank you for sharing that just because I feel like it's so, Mm -hmm. you know, pardon me for saying this, but it's so ordinary. And yet, like you said, like how radiant would Mm -hmm. her smile be? Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's so beautiful. Thank you for that. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. How about you? Mine would have to be Our Lady Undoer of Knots. Yes. And I just find that so profound. Like the images of her are literally, you know, she's dealing with these crazy tangled cords. And maybe it's because I've worked in radio. I I Mm. do podcasts and my cords are tangled all the time and I have zero patience for any of it. But just imagining, you know, Our Lady's patience and her persistence in interceding for us and really like untangling the knots in mm-hmm. society, untangling the knots in our world, mm-hmm. the difficulties that are happening. And it's just so beautiful. Like it's um, it's a wonderful th- kind of example to follow after and just recognizing that she's our mother and she prays for us all the time. She's always untangling our knots. So <laughs> like a good mother does. 
Yeah. I just had an image of like, you know, when I was a kid, when you're learning how to tie your shoe, many times you just tie it into a knot and then your shoes are pretty much condemned. But no, like our lady is like untying these, like the most horrible knots and she'll allow for you to continue learning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Yeah. We love Mama Mary. (laughs) Anyhow, like I said, we're going to dive into a conversation about holiness and Mm -hmm. the title for this episode is holiness for you too and maybe to guide our conversation like I have a question to maybe get us started but one of the things that I was thinking about in preparation for this was I was naturally drawn to this idea of the universal call to holiness but in particular um, Pope Francis in his apostolic exhortation Gaudate et Exaltate He talks about, in this one chapter, um, he has this quote where it says, In the church, holy yet made up of sinners, you will find everything you need to grow towards holiness. The Lord has bestowed on the church the gifts of scripture, the sacraments, holy places, living communities, the witness of the saints, and a multifaceted beauty that proceeds from God's love, like a bride bedecked with jewels. And he quotes Isaiah chapter 61 there. And I just found it to be really special. So basically, like this title um, for this podcast goes to that little subsection, which is for you too, Pope Mm -hmm. Francis. Um, He kind of implores us there. So maybe to start off, in light of that passage, Emmy, my question for you is, in your view, what is holiness or what does it mean to be holy? Oh, my gosh. That's just a big question. We're just going (laughs) to jump right. Deep waters. Let's go. Jump in. Let's go. I guess for me personally, I've always associated holiness with sainthood, essentially, because... um, Whenever you think of holiness, you'd immediately think about all these quote-unquote holy people. Like you think of Mother Teresa, Pope St. John Paul II, and all these like mighty saints. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I think for many people that might be very intimidating because they would see all these different people who have accomplished so much and have served um, God's kingdom so lovingly and so fiercely that they're scared that they won't be able to do the same thing and I know that I've been scared of that before too but all in all like I think holiness really does come down to following Jesus following his will for you and saying yes to him and the little things the small things and having that be the center of your life yeah absolutely and you know, it's funny that you you mention the saints because I think, like you said, it's a classic example. Pope Francis mm-hmm. also cites the the witness of the saints. And um, in preparation as well, I found this quote actually from Blessed Luigi Tetza. Mm-hmm. I am going to be honest, I was not familiar with him before and I did a little bit of quick reading the other day. Um, but he's still like, you know, 19th, 20th century uh, Italian Roman priest. And he says God's invitation to become saints is for all not just a few. Sanctity, therefore, must be accessible to all. So I totally agree with you. Like sanctity or sainthood and holiness, they really do go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And it's this idea that no matter who we are, we have that call imbued within us from our baptism. 
So it's not like you have to be rich or you mm-hmm. have to be the super famous person or even that you have to be burned at the stake because I think that's another <laughs> part of it, right? Like St. Joan of Arc, you know, she did such an incredible thing that like you would maybe see out of a movie mm-hmm. and in the end, it cost her her life to follow and be a follower of Christ. And many times we think, well, I don't want to be a martyr. Like, I don't want, I value my life. I don't want to be burned <laughs> at the stake. So does that mean that I am not mm-hmm. called to holiness? Does that mean that I can't be holy? And the answer is, of course, no. We can all be saints and we can all be holy. And honestly, I really like the first line of the quote that you just read from Blessed Luigi, uh, about how God's invitation to become saints is for all and not just for a few. Because I think that something that people maybe struggle with, the idea of if I've done this, I've done this really terrible thing, does that disqualify me to become a saint? And I guess also something that I thought of as you were speaking, I realized that a lot of like well-known saints are religious And maybe some people would feel um, a little discouraged that they wouldn't become a saint because they're not a priest or a religious sister. But then you see such so much beautiful examples of lay people who are saints and have lived ordinary and spectacular lives and have attained sainthood and heaven. Um, I don't know, like it just feels like there's so much hope in that, too, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah. Like you're saying, the everydayness and the ordinariness. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like, you know, sometimes when I think about my life and I am just a simple girl who lives in the suburbs mm-hmm. in a part of the world. I don't know. It gets very existential, right? Because you go through your life and, you know, you you have a nine to five job, you clock in, you clock out, and then you you have dinner with your family and then you go to sleep and you do it all over again. And many times we feel like, well, God doesn't notice what I'm doing. And maybe there's even a deeper question, like, do I even want to be noticed by God? Oh, You know, what does that even mean? Like, what significance could I possibly play in the world? Um, or not even the world. Like, let's just kind of zoom in. Like, in my immediate neighborhood, like, what mm-hmm. significance could I play? And I think that, you know, just to go back to Pope Francis, it's that idea that despite where you've been or despite what you do, we are significant, And, you know, he desires and he calls us to go, like, higher and bigger, and he just wants us to be holy. Like, that's the ultimate goal for all of salvation and for all of humanity. Oh, my gosh. I've never thought of it that way. And it's so true. You just live your normal life, and sometimes you don't even think about that. How would you practice holiness in your day-to-day life? Like, what what would that even look like? Like, I guess I would say some people would serve their parish. They would do like youth ministries or young adult ministries and so many other stuff. But like, I'm sure there's so many other ways that you can serve God, even if it's not directly like attached to a church. I don't know. Like, I feel like God has given us so much avenues to achieve sainthood and to become holy, I guess. And isn't that like so beautiful that God is so generous to us to to give us so many tools to use right yeah pope francis says that in this quote too all of these avenues where it's just you know he's presenting one after the other after the other to the point where it's almost like you can't ignore mm-hmm. the fact that this is what you're called to but if there is one saint that you just don't resonate with that is fine there's a mm-hmm. whole communion of saints so you can find someone new you know that's why we as humans are so different 
we see different couples and the ways in which they live out their marriages, or we have different religious communities. So all of these are just further facets to these, um, like to that diamond. I think you mentioned that earlier. And yeah, just the, the fact that, like the word that comes to mind is just extravagant. Mm. Like he goes above and beyond, overflows, and just gives so abundantly so that all of his children can attain holiness. Oh my gosh. This reminds me of um, the book that I was just reading earlier, The Return of the Prodigal Son. Henry Nowen. Yes, yes, yes. And there was a part in the book, it's like at the end where he talks about how God just has so much love for us. And sometimes we are the ones that are not Hmm. accepting it. Something that I was thinking about was how God, like you were saying, Rachel, like he gives us so much avenues to achieve holiness. Like it's almost impossible not to. But then also God gives us free choice whether or not we want to achieve holiness. And that is such a big indication of how much love he has for us. That even though he knows that this would be the best decision that we would make, he doesn't make that decision for us. He allows Mm -hmm. us to make that decision on our own allows us to have that freedom and that will to choose him freely and out of love and gosh it's like it's basically like a parent almost Mm -hmm. um like they know more than we do but they give us the free choice to grow and to figure things out on our own and they'll guide us of course and it's such a gift like god is so good yeah (laughs) he's so good And it's funny too, just because I feel like when I was a kid, like you talk about parents knowing their kids and knowing what's best for them. I think we look at holiness as a nice idea, but Mm -hmm. you know, maybe not for me. Like I'm always going to be this ordinary person. We realize as well that obviously, yes, like God has provided all of these avenues, but we realize as we get older and as we journey with Christ that it takes more than just the avenues being presented to us. Like we actually need to take a firm stance and then step into the different ways that he's calling us into holiness. And Mm -hmm. if I'm being honest, like I know that I'm a sinner and it takes a lot of hard work to pursue holiness and to be ultimately like the person that God has called for us to be. Mm -hmm. Like we have infinite potential. And I know that that sounds so trite. Like we have infinite potential and the best and biggest thing that he wants us to do is to be saints and to achieve holiness and yeah like and I think you asked this question so maybe I'll bring it back to you but you know what are some of the ways that we can do that like even if we're not working for a church like if we're not in quote-unquote ministry um, you know like different things like what are some practical things that we can do right here right now to achieve holiness honestly that is the question that I'm still pondering about like deeply every single day because I think um, it's a unique choice that we have and something that I guess I want to stress as well while answering this question is that what's so beautiful about holiness as well is that it's so unique even if you feel like you don't have anything to offer you as an individual is so beautifully unique and crafted and beautifully made by God that um, no one else can offer what you can And it's the same thing in holiness. And I think that's something that I would ask our listeners to pray about as well, because we can get lost in this sea of magnificent people and how we could ever compare. Um, So just pray about that idea that what you have to offer is unique to you. 
and no one else can ever do what you do. That's only something that you can do. But I guess in terms of what you can do day to day, I would say having a community or at least like a group of people that you trust and that you can journey with to talk about holiness because um, the Lord did not give us, again, all these avenues to walk on alone. He has planned everything already and he wanted us to journey to sainthood together. And that's something that I think would help people who may be a little lost in how they could attain holiness and sainthood to journey with someone that you trust journey with a friend um or maybe spiritual direction that would help as well yeah yeah i'm reminded of this idea that even the most mundane tasks are not isolated incidences so by that i mean every day when we you know finish up our food for example like in my family we kind of designate one person each day to wash the dishes and you know I'm gonna be honest is there anyone out there who likes washing the dishes because I certainly don't but it's making that choice right and you talked about the choice that God gives us he provides us all of these resources and yet he still allows us to choose like he doesn't coerce us into one path or over another and every day, like, we are faced with so many choices. And some of them are very big. Like, you know, maybe at this point right now, if you're listening to this, you might be discerning whether or not you're called to a religious vocation or to move a courtship further into marriage. But if we kind of maybe zoom out from that and, like, look at our ordinary day-to-day, we have choices like, you know, will I do the dishes, <laughs> number one. But maybe on a deeper level, like, will I do the dishes out of love Mm -hmm. for my family or, you know, your spouse or whoever? You know, will I do my chores out of love and not begrudgingly or because I feel like I have to and, and not feel like it's an impediment to my life? And it's important, I think, that we kind of recognize that every time we make those choices for love and we continue to choose that, I think the Lord sees that and he helps us to kind of you know, nurture maybe the flower that's growing in our hearts, like helps us to grow, like the roots will really take hold and we will grow to be, you know, stronger and more attuned to the love that he has for us. And then of course, how we can then give that back to other people. When you were talking about like washing dishes, oh my gosh, I do not like washing dishes. My family makes fun of me because I just like back out and I probably should do them more. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, It reminded me of this quote from Mother Teresa about how you wash dishes because I'm totally paraphrasing this, but she says like you wash dishes because you love the person that's going to use it next, Mm. like out of love for that person. And I think that's just so beautiful. And that's like a small thing that you can do out of love. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's these ordinary things, right, that we do. And and I think many people may listen and be like, yeah, but what does washing dishes or doing the laundry, (laughs) folding the laundry, like making my bed every day. Like what does that actually have to do with holiness? You could say on the one hand, I don't know, are there saints for dishwashers? Maybe there are actually, I shouldn't (laughs) definitively say that there aren't, but there's that end of things where it's like, how could this possibly amount to anything? But Mm -hmm. I think on the flip side, you could also say that like for God, 
it means everything. That's true. Because like you're saying, I love that Mother Teresa quote. Um, I mm-hmm. never thought of it that way. But certainly, you know, if you do love the other person out of love, you would give them something that's like the best of the best, like super clean. Because who would want to eat food off of like an already used plate, right? So just out of love and respect for the other person. And I feel like when, you know, we are entrusted with like that level of uh, gift of self and, and we can kind of attain that, then, as scripture says, we can be entrusted with the the greater things that he might be calling us That's to. True. Mm-hmm. And there's just so much potential. I, I used that term earlier, but there's so much potential for us ultimately to grow and be the most holy person. And of course, that's going to look different for everyone. So, you know, some people will spend their entire lives maybe washing dishes, but if they do it out of love, they are just as holy as some of the most incredible saints of our time. So many saints just came to mind about like doing ordinary things out of great love. And I think, I don't know, like I guess um, just to bring up our point about like being whatever we can offer is unique to the grand scheme of things. Mm -hmm. It's such a gift to think about this because again, it's like the whole idea of one body, many parts. Mm -hmm. Um, If one part is hurting, the entire body is hurting. Like if one is rejoicing, like we're all rejoicing alongside it. I would just ask whoever's listening and I guess like for me and you to just try, give it a shot. Because as scary as it can be to achieve holiness, um, it's really... Just, again, down to our choice, down to that single mini yes that leads to bigger yeses. Mm -hmm. Give it a shot. I mean, what is there to lose? Yeah, totally. And just to to kind of go further on, um, I didn't read the whole quote from Blessed Luigi, but this is one that just in my reading, I, I see as a very popular one that he's kind of left us in his wisdom, like through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. But he says, therefore, sanctity consists in doing good. And in doing this good, he places in quotes, in whatever condition and place God has placed us, nothing more, nothing outside of this. And I think that, you know, you can take that as a level of consolation Mm -hmm. because if you were placed in a particular scenario in the world, um, there's a place and a reason as to why God has put you there. You know, he put you in a very like simple, simple town and, you know, you are a spouse to your spouse and you're a parent to your children, um, he's not going to suddenly call you to, you know, abandon all of that and then go off to a a far and distant land. I think that, you know, there's still like sanctity that needs to be addressed in the home. Like he will allow for you to grow in that holiness Mm-hmm. in your particular place he will not kind of throw you out of left field and just be like okay now do something entirely different um live in an entirely different vocation i think it's safe to say that when we've arrived at a certain vocation that we're there to stay but it's kind of how god allows for us to grow deeper in that that will differ and it requires a huge level of abandonment and surrender but all this to say that he won't randomly you know, put you in a place and then just kind of scrap it and be like, okay, tomorrow you are going to get on a plane and go to Antarctica and evangelize the penguins. Like, no. <laughs> like, so yeah, there is, there's place and purpose. And it's just reminding me of, you know, the, I, I think in 2020, obviously we're kind of 
out of 2020 now as we record this, but as we know, it was such a difficult year. But the verse that kept coming up for a lot of people was that one from Esther about perhaps you were made and born for a time such as this. And I think that really relates so strongly with what um, Blessed Luigi said about, Mm -hmm. you know, nothing more and nothing outside of this. Whatever lane you're in, Mm -hmm. just stay in it. And God will lead you to holiness that way. You know, you don't need to worry about whatever exit ramps. You don't need to worry about any U-turns or truck Mm -hmm. pullouts or whatever. Just stay in the lane and you will be fine. He will lead you to holiness. I'm just getting chills. I'm so excited. Just, oh, and going back to what you were saying about how, like, you don't have to go out of left field and, like, doing different things from what you're doing now. I think that comes back to our own desires as well. I think that holiness and at the end of the day, when our desires and God's desires become one, I think Mm. that's when we achieve sanctity. Because like when we are our fullest selves, our best selves, that's when we know that we are living his will and our will all together. And oh my gosh, it's attainable. We can do it. Yeah, like St. Paul says, like, it's no longer I that lives, but Christ who lives in me. You see two images of the same thing, and and you can't see this right now, listeners, but I'm, like, holding my hands (laughs) up. And eventually, you know, the lines will kind of overlap, and it just becomes one image. And that's exactly what you're talking about there, Emmy. Um, When we conform our hearts to His, Mm -hmm. when we conform our wills and our desires to His, that is when we have achieved a level of holiness And maybe the other thing that I'll just mention is that holiness is not quite like a you've defeated the boss in a video game (laughs) and then that is it. Um, But holiness is an ongoing journey. So the lane, so to speak, never ends, but it's constantly moving forward. It's constantly pursuing him. It's taking that active role in, in pursuing that. And along the way, there are so many different examples. If we ever feel like, oh, I don't know where to turn or... I feel very daunted by this task ahead of me. Um, Thankfully, we have so many examples. We have each other. Mm -hmm. We have scripture. We have much wiser people than maybe we will ever be uh, to journey with us. Yeah. And I don't think we'll ever figure out how to, like a step-by-step, how to be holy idea. And I think that's okay. Uh, We have... Um, like you said, examples from the people that we encounter each day, from the saints that we pray for their intercession, and from the guidance that we receive in every little facets of our life. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. One step at a time. It'll mm-hmm. happen uniquely mm-hmm. to you. And holiness is for you too. <laughs> That's right. It's for you. And maybe the last thing that I'll just kind of add as we tie mm-hmm. it all together is that, you know, Blessed Luigi talks about it being accessible to all. Yes. And I think that when we ourselves are living out that holiness, when we continue to say yes to the small things and we do mm-hmm. things out of love, I firmly believe that that will radiate from us. And hopefully, you know, by the grace of God, it makes other people realize that, okay, well, if if Rachel can do it, if Emmy can do it, then yes, even I can do it. Mm-hmm. And I want to be clear that it's not that other people will see us and be like, oh, wow, they're so holy. Like, I need to follow them. It's like, no, follow God. If you see that in other people, if you see like your friends, your parents, your siblings being holy, that is a clear indication that their hearts are so close to God. So mm-hmm. follow God because that is how they have achieved that holiness. Mm-hmm. And it's wonderful. 
Um, but don't follow men, like follow God. Just uh, wanted to ensure that we're making it accessible and that all of us, like you said, it's for you too. As we close this episode, uh, we will, of course, come back to our favorite question for this whole podcast <laughs> is what is on your heart today, Emmy? For our fellow Abiding Together listeners, I'm pulling a Michelle Benzinger. <laughs> You've got two one things or two things on your heart? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the first one is a little lighter and I'll go deeper from there. The first one was a dream that I had. Um, not like not like an aspiration, but like a little dream, literal dream that I had just last night. Um, a little background on me. I studied education. I was a preschool slash daycare teacher for a while and I taught catechism for grade ones. And I am a big fan of Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. And then in my dream, I was in a daycare and we were watching TV, apparently, and a commercial for Little and Stitch came and literally all my little kids, for some reason, I had students and they just looked at me. They're like, teacher Emmy, look, it's Stitch. And it was really fun. And that was just in my heart because I, I guess like during the time of the pandemic, like I re just reminiscing about like journeying with kids and children and that just really spoke to my heart about mm -hmm. my own desires as well. Mm -hmm. So that's one. And the second thing on my heart right now is the gift of confession and mm. how, um, again, the Lord loves us so much that he gives us this gift that sometimes we take for granted. And yeah. I was talking to, um, to Rachel about this earlier, too, how like sometimes it's difficult to go to confession because you're scared and sometimes you get tempted not to go. But I was very blessed to... Uh, be able to go to confession today and to receive God's love and to be one with him again. Um, and I'm going tomorrow to receive in the Eucharist. So I'm excited. So that's in my heart, um, more to ponder about, about my desires and love for Jesus. So yeah. How about you? Aww, that's so beautiful. Yeah. Again, it's another avenue of holiness, right? Mm -hmm. Especially confession. I feel like that's a huge one. Um, so that's awesome. Praise God. <laughs> Uh, I think for me, so like I've shared before, I, I host the Feminine Genius podcast. And at the time that we record this, I just started and launched uh, the third season. Mm -hmm. And I'm slowly working through the many conversations that I've had with a couple new guests. Um, and what I found very profound that linked all of these guests together, even though, you know, they have such different backgrounds. The one thing that I'm really so inspired by is this idea of how each of them in their own way, and I think this ties in very nicely with our conversation today, um, how they all are aspiring to glorify God um, in the greatest possible way, given their circumstances, given their stage in life. And it gave me, it gives me chills how like all of them at some point in the conversation, they say, yeah, like AMDG, you know, um, the greater glory of God, quoting St. Ignatius of Loyola. And it's just inspirational. I think it calls us to action. You know, if we're not doing things in our lives to glorify God, or we're just focusing on ourselves, then I feel like we've hit a ceiling. I feel mm -hmm. like we're not really hitting the potential and exceeding that potential that God has made us for. 
because he's made us for so much more than this world. We know that for a fact. Um, and, and yeah, it's just been inspirational to, to just listen to, and it's such a gift to be able to journey with these women and, you know, by extension to journey with all of you here together in this way. So yeah, thank you. Hey, that's so beautiful. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so Emmy, again, like as always, I'm so grateful to have a conversation with you and to to talk through these wonderful things and ponder out loud together. Yes. yes. Um, but yeah, but maybe today we'll close with another prayer. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, thank you so, so much for just providing us different opportunities, different ways of pursuing holiness and making it so accessible to each one of us. You don't call us to do very much. You don't need us to perform in a certain way or to be a certain person, but you just call us to be ourselves. And I think that it's a wonderful and freeing thing to be able to just be ourselves and uh, with your inspiration and through the wisdom of the church may we continue to be guided in that way to pursue the holiness that you have set out for each one of us as particular as it might be and lord i ask that you bless all of our listeners and help them to seek out their personal call to holiness which is you know, unabashedly open to each one of us. Um, you open the door to us constantly and you make it so accessible. So I pray that we answer that call and we go bravely and boldly in following that. And we ask for the intercession of all the saints and for our Blessed Mother as we move boldly in that call. And we ask this in your most holy name. Amen. In the name of Father and Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to a Pondering Heart podcast. You can listen to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at a Pondering Heart podcast. Join us next time as we continue on our journey to sainthood.